Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today How do you want to lead into this? Do you just want to? We should have like a song that's or something. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a theme song. Actually, I think it'd be more fun if we just, uh, just because I mean we're at classy dinner, bro. We gotta we just lead into it. There's no songs on classy dinner. I don't know. Most classy dinners that I've been to have like, uh, like uh, classical quartets music in the corner or something like that. You should you get know? uh, you should get Pat, Pat. to make. <laughs> Hey Pat, you're not gonna listen to this, but do this. He probably will. Uh, that's fine. Let's. Uh, this is Classy Dinner, uh, our podcast about being classy. Uh, that is gonna obviously turn into nonsense at some point. So that's the, that's the whole idea. Uh, the history behind Classy Dinner. Uh, we'll God. introduce ourselves in a minute. It does, anybody who's listening to this one knows who we are. Yeah. Um. But Classy Dinners every other week when we were in the car business. Uh, we would get too much money and <laughs> be too young, and uh, so we would we would pick up a couple of nice young ladies uh, that may or may not have worked for us slash with <laughs> us, and uh, we would go out to uh, dinner and uh, have martinis that were too strong. Always. And uh, we would try to talk about important things like industry mm. in uh, the market. Yes. And then it would usually end up at uh, another bar drinking PBRs. Yeah. Uh, talking... Articles of clothing would be lost on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It j- the wind and whatnot. The wind. Yeah. It would, n- it would never be on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Why would, we, why would we ever do that? I lost so many like $80 shirts. Yeah, but we also found clothing. Dinners. Right, which I threw away. Yeah, you don't do that. You no. hold on to it. You wash it. No, that's disgusting. No, that's good for you. On the literal street. We found shirts and stuff on the literal street. Or I'm hats. Yeah. I also, no hats. Like, why? I, why would you do that? I've never gotten lice. You never had lice? Never. Okay, so I grew up thinking that it was just like a thing that all white people got lice at some point, like chicken pox. That's very racist. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. Like, I now know, obviously, that that's not true, but I am also still surprised sometimes when people say that they've never had lice. Yeah. I've never had lice. Either have I. And that's, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, too is it surprises me how few people that I know have that have had like STDs as well. I I don't I don't think I know anyone who's ever had an STD. I know, but statistically like 2 out of 3 people have herpes. Really? That's I think disgusting. It, it's either 2 out of 3 people have herpes or 1 out of 3 people have herpes. But that's still that's still high. That's still a lot. And that's just herpes, not all the rest of them. And I know a lot of people who I would have thought would have told me that they had an STD at this point. I feel like we also know a lot of people who are just down to raw dog some random girl. Oh, I haven't used a condom. Oh, not randoms, but I haven't used a condom in probably 10 years. I've used three condoms in my life. Ever? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Uh, One box. How many abortions have you paid for? I mean, we don't need an exact number. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird question to that, ask. Yeah, out. that was uh, that took me by surprise. We um, we we, <laughs> we already got right into the nonsense on this. Oh boy! Um, so the idea of this is we're going to talk about dumb shit uh that's probably important to other people. Oh yeah, introducing. Uh, I'm Ray Roberts. Um, I buy scrap metal. Um, I also. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's producer Paul, if you can hear him <laughs> laughing in the background. He said he didn't want a microphone, but it's awkward with him not facing us and hearing him giggle. Uh, across from me is, uh, my nice young compatriot, uh, Joshua Lewis. Joshua, tell us, uh, 
Tell us about yourself. My name is Josh Lewis. I do not sell scrap metal. I don't sell scrap um, metal either, sir. I, I also don't buy scrap metal. Oh. Um, I work in marketing. Moderately successful. Moderately uh, successful. Moderately you're gonna. Successful. You're gonna. All right. Success. I mean, did you want to jerk yourself off on here first? Kind of. too? Like the anybody who says moderately successful thinks that they're like very successful, like, but don't like want to brag. For my age, I am moderately successful. I'm not very successful. I'm not wealthy. Oh, okay. My and career is going well. That's good. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited to ruin that with this podcast. <sighs> yeah, I feel like just don't tell anybody that you. Well, half the people the that you point. work with doesn't matter. <laughs> He doesn't work at a casino that you guys would know about. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> there used to be rock and, and roll in there, but now there's not. Uh, there's Siegfried and Roy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ruin my career as well, uh, because at some point somebody's going to find this. I was in Pittsburgh last night, mm-hmm. and some people asked me uh, if they could find my stuff online. And I one, I barely ever put anything online that's my yeah. own, uh, just because I don't like doing that. Um, I also do comedy, just in case anybody who's listening cares and doesn't know who I am. Um, but they were like, hey, I want to see some of your stuff. And I was like, well, I'm here for a show. You can come to the show. That'd be great. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to pay to see a stranger. And I was like, that's a pretty valid point. Um, but... Uh, She's like googling me, and she's like, "Yeah, there's nothing on here about you." And was that humbling? It was. It's not even humbling. <laughs> it's more like it's kind of on purpose because I don't want a bunch of my shit out there because I only have X amount of stuff that's good. So I don't want people to see my good stuff and then come mm. and then be like, "Oh, this is the same shit I saw online." So it's kind of on purpose. But then it's also like I should probably have more stuff out there so people can be like, oh, he is a real person, not just some asshole at the bar by himself talking crazy. That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's a fair point, but that's also difficult to do and it takes a long time. Yeah, I know. know? But it's also I could have given them my website so they can like know that it's uh, that it's a real thing. Who is Ray Roberts? BT dubs Um, this. Why are we not pretending this whole thing's not a commercial? Okay. Like, um, but yeah. So, you like, plug your male modeling too. I haven't. That's that's not a. It's not. Oh, have we active. liquidated that business? Yeah, I canceled gotcha. it. That's been okay. gone. It pops up every once in a while. It's like I thought I shut this down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that out there. Okay. You can just see on my regular Facebook page if you want to see me in underwears. Uh, but no, we're going to talk about things that might be important to people that might not be important to people. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, we've got segments. Do you want to head? So we both have the first uh, segment yeah. exactly the same, but I want to lead into it with a question, uh, not just talking about this thing, but I want to know who has done more for Christianity, Jesus Christ or Kanye West? I feel like that is... Um that's a loaded question. I, it's that's why it's but the it best. Is, que- yeah, it's a, like it's a valid question. So if you consider, um, if you consider overall impact, I don't know how much we can we can credit Jesus Christ for that because it's kind of hard to. He was just there. He was just there. He was like, just it's hard himself. To, it's hard to impact something that you yourself started. Like you kind of can just like make the rules and shit up as you go along. Kanye, he didn't however, even make any rules. I mean, he did like the "Hey, don't charge interest" uh, camel right through the eye of a needle. <laughs> different; those are different segments of the Bible. He got yeah. the Birkenstock stocks up, like he, right, yeah, right. all that good stuff. Right, but like for the only white person in all of the Middle East two thousand years ago, his impact <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, I can't forget about that. There were only fourteen people around, and twelve of them were his buddies. So true, or thirteen. 13 what 12 okay well the prostitute she wasn't okay she, i mean she wasn't and look apostle, man i've seen but... a lot of tom hanks movies so oh, i know God. that she was more than uh a disciple so you're right <laughs> okay okay um is that our is that our our standard of research right now is tom hanks movies is that where we are i only learn things from from movies it's okay yeah I, I, a lot of people do. Yeah. That, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. But anyways, Kanye West. 
So, I mean, it, my, my idea behind this question okay. is... Explain. There are more people on Earth that have listened to Kanye West's albums, mm-hmm. which this is his first gospel one. But mm-hmm. it's not the first time, like, a Jesus Walks came out forever ago. Right. Um, th- that's basically the biggest one. I mean, he's all about God for a while, but not this this deep into it. So more people have listened to his stuff than were alive most of when Christianity's been around. I don't know that those numbers are correct. It's got to be pretty close. I don't think so. If you consider that, like, the the Roman Catholic Church, just the Catholic Church is like the top three religion in the world and always has been if you like you add in all of those people i'm not entirely sure that kanye's album which came out what a week ago two weeks ago i don't know um is i'm not sure that those numbers we should probably pull up the numbers on how many people have streamed it i'm 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 curious yeah Um, talk about talk about what you think about it while i do research so i so i i've listened to the album a couple times now Mm -hmm. um in its entirety it is it's interesting um it's a i i didn't expect kanye to be as sincere about it as 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 he as he appears to be but at the same time i also think that this is nothing more than uh than a publicity stunt i don't think that kanye is like recently born again i don't think that he's found god i don't think i don't i don't believe in any of that but like he has tapped into a market that previously never would have even given him a second thought which Which is genius which is genius because the thing is he gets the best of both worlds because he gets people like you and i who are still listening to his previous albums and now he has this whole new like millions and he got wendy farrell Yes, he did, which is amazing to me. I think we could mark that as like a, a standard for our podcast is how many Wendy Farrells uh, would approve of something in entertainment. And he's got at least one on this. But in his first week on just streams, 196.9 million streams in the first week. So just shy of 200 million streams. There are more Christians in the world than that. Well, right, obviously. But when Jesus was around, there weren't even that many people in the world. Well, I also don't know that that's true. (laughs) But when Jesus was around, I mean, we were spreading things through word of mouth. So you also have to, like, there has to be that qualifier that all Kanye has to do is put something out on the internet. That's also valid. Um, But no, I think... What did you think about the album? The first time I listened to it, I loved it. Okay. Um, maybe it was just because my Kanye bias of I love everything that he does. Um, the production on it is top notch, 100%. You could tell that he was involved with it. Um, but I also listened to the Black album on my way on my way back from Pittsburgh last night, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, this is like this is something we can hit later as best rap album versus favorite rap album." But I think, well, spoilers, I think Black Album is the best rap album of, like, the last 20 years. Because you've got... What? It'll, it'll all circle back into it. you okay. got Jay-Z at the top of his game. Yeah. You've got Kanye West at the top of his producing game. Okay. You have th- two of the arguably top people at what they do over the last 20 years coming together on an album that good. But listening to that versus Jesus is King... I wish Kanye would stop rapping. Um, really? Yes. After the, because I've listened back through it. Because like the first time I was like, all right, cool. It's a little too Jesusy for me. Okay. But it's about Jesus, so like obviously. Uh, the one like, I'm, but it was like, all right, everything fits. It still hits hard. Like the music behind it's great. Um, but then like the second time I listened through to it, I was like, ooh, like this. He just, you can tell that he's putting words on this because he has to. Like, if you just released, like, the instrumentals behind it, it'd be fucking great. Okay. Like, I would just listen to the instrumentals on that. But he should have gotten, like, like Chance the Rapper or somebody who's better at rapping, especially, like, religious shit. He should have gotten him on there. I... So, I, I, I think that that's hard, though, because I don't know how many people 
in the game right now would join Kanye on this journey. <laughs> like I don't because Kanye has he is he has isolated himself, he which got, I think that he has done on purpose. He got Pusha T on a song to not rap about cocaine. So he can he's bringing people to the light. Okay. So let me rephrase. I think that Kanye would have a hard time getting relevant people to join his <laughs> cause. You telling me that Kenny G's not relevant? Kenny G he makes that song. Kenny G is the exception to every rule. Did I tell you that I met him? No. He did a concert. I'm glad that you saved it for the the podcast, though. He 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 did a concert at my job, and there was a uh, where's your job? Redacted, um, and and he <laughs> he did a concert. My entire goal is to get little <laughs> little laughs from Paul. <laughs> But um, he, he was having, like, some some issue. I jumped in, helped out, saved the day. It was very cool. Met him. He's an awesome dude. Um, I did, however, learn, because I had never been to a Kenny G concert before, that apparently at every concert he has, there's a platform for him to, like, leave stage and get closer to the crowd Interesting. and play. Because um, who doesn't want to be closer to Kenny G when he's playing? Absolutely. And that platform is called the G Spot. Hell yeah. So... That was pretty That's cool. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was that was pretty cool. There's so much to unpack in that because there's a lot to unpack also there. with his. What is the thing that he called? Is it circadian breathing that he did to break that record or circular breathing? I have no idea. All time best box eater in the history of ever because he could be down there <laughs> forever. <laughs> I don't know if he likes dudes. If he's into dudes, he could probably do I, that too. I think he, I'm pretty sure he's straight. I think he has a wife. Here's the thing. I think that Kenny G his. Who's got more pit, more puss in the history of ever? Jesus Christ or Kenny G? <laughs> Kenny G. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Tearing up boxes for I, like the last forty years. He's been around forever. He has been around forever, and he's been great forever. That curly hair, godlike. I would argue, maybe. I I think so. I, I get that, but no, I don't know. But I think that Kanye's kind of just lost his touch. I think that. What he's brilliant at is, and why I appreciate him so much, is like, <clears throat> you can never tell if he's 100% in on something. So, like, the I believe, like, the, the old Kanye, where he was, like, wiling out, but he was still, like, socially conscious, the George Bush hates black people thing, mm-hmm. I think that was real. The hopping up on stage in front of, uh, what's-her-face, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. I think that was real. But like the so last, so you think that he's insane? Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, because th- those are not things that like normal people do. I would, but uh, you okay? If I had a the chance, lot to unpack, yeah. right there. But uh, I think he saw that the rap community, because he, I think the big thing, like with the Trump thing, mm-hmm. I think he took a swing at like I'm gonna break into that MAGA kind of group. And they didn't buy. They didn't end up buying his albums. Then the people turned on him, and then he had to just lean into it hard and be like, "I'm bipolar. I'm crazy," which I think is all true. But then he's like, "Who's gonna buy my music, no matter what? My solid base, and then Christians who will buy anything with the name Jesus on it." And I think he's just leaning hard into that because that's like a whole new way for him to make money. But like, is that? Is that true? Do you th- do you honestly think that that's true? I feel like I feel like the overall Christian listener base is not like well known for buying albums. Oh, fucking! I have a joke. Creed was fucking huge just because they talked about like God shit on popular radio. Sure, but that was like a long time ago. Yeah, there's that hole in popular culture right now. This is like. If you want to go grand scale thing, I think that like the re-Christianization of our country is like a big problem right now because we've got like this fucking orange lunatic who everybody thinks is about God. You got everybody on the left who wants all these like Puritan values and shit like that. Like you can't out be out here saying bad words that hurt feelings. Sure. And like that brings it back to like more of like a maybe not even Christianization, but like religious 
like we're having like this come to Jesus thing where everything like needs to be a little bit more clean, a little bit more pure because people can't play on the outside without getting their feelings hurt. So they want to go back to like the safety of like the overlord daddy God looking over you and you need to be good to like get into that light. So I think he's tapping into that like, like everything needs to be like white and pure and it can't be like grungy or weird anymore. And he's like tapping into that a little bit and getting, I mean, I don't personally know a lot of like super black Christian people. Well, black super Christian people. Really? I mean, I know you, I'm, I know that you're like, I know. So, but like <laughs> if just from the internet, it seems like that demographic is eating it up too. And they're like, I don't think so. I think, really? it's, I think that it's the exact opposite. I think that genuine, uh, black Christians see Kanye's album as ingenuine. Well, and that's the other big thing is like, so I listened to TI's podcast, um, first mistake. It's great. Okay. It, it, well, the one with him and Killer Mike. Uh, Killer oh Mike's the God. shit. Um, <laughs> okay. But they were talking about how when Kanye came down to Georgia, yeah. uh, the devil t- came down to Georgia a while before that. Um, he was looking for a soul to steal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, some guy beat him with a violin. It was kind of cool. Are you just are you just talking about the movie Crossroads right now? No, that was... Uh, no. You've never heard Devil Went Down to Georgia? Do you... That's based off of the movie Crossroads. Well, Crossroads is based off of um, Robert Johnson. Yes. Have you? But whatever. <laughs> okay, good. But he was there to do a Sunday service thing, uh, and like they brought like a guest preacher, and Killer Mike was like, "I've never been more happy to be late to church because they had like a millionaire section up front, and before <laughs> this preacher would stop preaching, he's like, I need ten thousand dollars from everyone here.'" <laughs> And, like, it was separate from Kanye, but, like, he was with Kanye, who's making a cult to 100% get out of the way of taxes. Like, yeah. Which is genius. It's not genius. I feel like a lot of people. So, when I. You can't just start a church. Yes, you can. But, like, to go through, like, if anybody could, if you could just go start a church, we would have started a church already. We've talked about it for five years. We would have done it by now. What do you mean, we? How do you know that I don't already have one? Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think that, I think that Kanye is a sellout. I think that Kanye is a sellout. I think that he's very talented. I think that he got very desperate very quickly, and that resulted in... Jesus is King. It just happened to come out as a good album. I don't hate the album, and I don't, I don't hate, hate Kanye, it. but objectively... I do like that I never have to go to church again, though. Wh- you already didn't have to. I know, but, like, <clears throat> I would listen to, like, Ultralight Beam every Sunday, and I would call that going to church, but now, like, I have 24 minutes of all gospel music that I can listen to on Sunday, so I legitimately never have to go to church. So you're going to listen to this album every sunday it's not every sunday i'm not a good christian i go when i can make it okay and (laughs) okay and the point of this is eventually i'll start listening to it on christmas and easter and then light some you realize that's what's coming next right is his he does have a christmas Christmas album coming his oh my god something like that he's supposed to have one released on christmas is it a Christmas album, though? I don't know, but I can only hope it's as good as Snoop Dogg's Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm going to listen to that on the Hashtag home. never forget. It was the never original forget. never forget. It really was. I mean, 9-11 really stole the thunder for the Snoop Dogg never forget Christmas. Yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> What's next on your list? I have, um, I'm going to combine my next two. I have Donald Trump and racist white people. Um, I've encountered a lot of those recently. Why would you, why would you combine the two? I feel like they're two separate things. Do you? Dear okay. leader would never be racist. Dear leader. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, so your president. Yes. Your president as well. Incorrect. I didn't vote for him. Um, I am a citizen of the Vatican. Oh, okay. So your president is a racist prick fucking 
I'm so glad that you waited until 2019 to go on the record saying this because nobody, but nobody has been saying that the last three years. And I'm glad to break it here first on Classy Dinner Podcast okay, that Donald Trump thing. is racist. Here's the thing. That's the wrong mentality because what happens is we, we've, we've, we've literally started to normalize the things that he like does and says and we're just like, yeah, I mean... It happens. I did, like, uh, you know, like, the On This Day thing on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, I The election day from, like, three years ago popped up, and it's so funny to see, because I, like, I mean, obviously I did some, I, I'm snarky about everything online, yeah. and I put something up, like, hey, guys, it's all going to be fine. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. And, like, the, like, overwhelming, like, support by people who have just, like, decided that the world's on fire is hilarious. Because, like, the first night, it was kind of like everybody was in shock. And they're like, yeah, we can pull out of this. It's a wake-up call. We'll be okay. And then, like, a week later, they're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, reality set oh, yeah. in, like, yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. quickly. Really, really quickly. But it's just so funny, like, how different the world is just over three years because we were all like, all right, we'll figure this. Everything's going to be cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah. This is a bad thing that happened. It's yeah. only going to be four years. We're fine. And then, like, ten days later, you're like, oh, shit, this is still real. So I guess I guess my whole thing is, does it suck right now? Yes, it sucks right now. But I feel like where everyone has lost track is that if – like the United States is a very young country. Under two hundred years. Under two hundred years. We're Other countries like, have been through this like five times already. Maybe we're over two hundred years. We're over two hundred under two fifty. Under two hundred fifty years. We're good at math. That's phenomenal. Great. Still young. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the point. Two hundred and fifty years young. Is what I like to say. Is that what you like to say? All on the how time. frequent of a basis? Uh, do I've you got say that? I've got a quarter collection that say it all on it. Ah. Yes. Perfect. Okay. I get it ahead of time. Part of the Illuminati. What? <laughs> what did you say? What? The Illuminati tried to steal my identity once. I think that Celine Dion is in the Illuminati. I Have I ever told you that theory? No, but continue, please. This is way more interesting than Donald Trump. Why? I, the- <laughs> I have had this theory for a very long time. Do you and have if corroborating you- evidence? I do. She's also Canadian, so you have to bring that into... I think a lot of people from Canada are um, in the Illuminati. Yes, yes. To put it lightly, yes. Justin Trudeau, Illuminatus. Why? Celine Dion, Illuminatus. Both with French last names. Bieber, Illuminatus. I don't think Bieber is. He is. One hundred percent. I guarantee you. Mm-mm. I can't think of anyone else um, from Canada right now. Loose, slightly separate. I haven't been able to say this publicly yet. What? But how about oh Justin Bieber's wife looked beautiful in her wedding dress? It wasn't even like that's one of the first times that I've seen like this is going to sound slightly sexist, but like it wasn't even like like any sort of like objectification of her. I was just like she looks gorgeous in that dress. So do you know what she looked like to me? What's that? Do you remember when? Whitney Houston OD'd and then the only photos that you could find of her online were her like before she was like hardcore into drugs and looking just absolutely gorgeous. Mm-mm. Okay, well that happened. The photo of Justin Bieber's wife looks like those are going to be the photos that they use when she like Oh, I think that they're goes are, like this left. new generation's like uh Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. No, <laughs> I think it, no. That's not. That's not. No. That's you not wait true. until Justin Bieber wakes up with a shotgun shot in the back of his head that he did himself. History doesn't repeat itself; it rhymes. Joshy, what the fuck? What I don't are know. you talking about? Back to Celine Dion so being the Illuminati. Unpack. Yeah. Um. So there is actually a whole community of people online who believe this. Um, I highly recommend that everyone. Did you find them in an it. AOL chat room? No. Look, I'm not 100% sure that the moon is real, and I think that you're crazy for caring this much about Celine Dion being in the Illuminati. So, so I'm I'm crazy because I think that there's a strong possibility that Celine Dion. But her specifically. 
amongst other people. Well, but like, why her specifically? Is she like, did, was she like mm-hmm. voted president of the Illuminati this year? And you're like, we need to we need to take down Celine. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, so there, there's like there's a lot. There, I'm telling you, there's a lot of evidence online. You need to look it up. Research. Uh huh. Do some research. Look into it. Look into it. Yeah. Get back to me. And Paul let McCartney's me know your dead. Thoughts. What? Yeah. You didn't know that? Back in like the 60s or whatever, he died. And this is fake Paul. That's untrue. Okay. That's so I, so, so, so that you don't think that that's crazy? You don't think that, you don't oh, think that's crazy? Oh, I know it's crazy. crazy. But I think it's even more crazy to be like Celine Dion, songstress of our heart. Songstress of our heart? Yeah. Also unpopular opinion. She's overrated. Oh, Celine no, Dion that's is not, not an that unpopular great. opinion. I think it is. She had Titanic and then fell off, and now she's in Vegas, and like old white people love her. She had some other. She had some other goodies. Other More than popular Titanic. to white people, Celine Dion or Raffles? Dude, white people go crazy for a good raffle, dude. <laughs> and it'll be like a mystery basket. It was a white. <laughs> Shout out to Tremont Public Works. Uh, I had a show there Why? on Friday. It's okay. a brand new thing. It's like this art collective thing. It's very strange. Everybody's too nice. Everybody's too ambiguous on like whether they're straight or gay. It's very 2019. <laughs> it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of, um, which that's not like a bad thing. It was really nice. Like I walked in there and they're like, you must be Ray. And I was like, why do you know who I am? Not really like that. My face is on the stupid poster of the thing, but I was just like, you shouldn't know me. Like they had done their research on me. I don't, it was weird, but it was fine. It was, it was actually kind of cool. I was like, wow, this is what famous people feel like. And, uh, no, that's not what famous people feel like that people know, whatever. It doesn't matter. So we get, um, so the show I'm doing it for free. Um, it's in like this tiny little thing. They want it to be like an art collective thing. There's like a guy painting in the background while a comedy show's going on. Very strange, but very fun. Had a fucking blast. But where was this? Tremont okay. Public Works. Uh, it's where Trio used to be. If you know where Trio is, um, I don't. But okay, it's I guess it was some other restaurant before that. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's a very cool space. Uh, Seven dollars for a ham sandwich. Uh, it was I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to get into that because they're nice. I don't want to slander them. They'll figure it out. Got it. Um, But like they were like, hey, we've got a free white people love raffles, but they love free raffles more than anything. They were giving away a gift card to their their fucking kitchen (laughs) and like everybody was in a raffle and I have not seen because it was like black, white, gay, straight. Nobody gave a shit about the raffle except for white people. And I put it online. I was like, white people love raffles. And this is the one thing that white people aren't wrong about because raffles are awesome. That's a 50-50 raffle. You're telling me that a 50-50 raffle is not the most exciting shit of a high school football game? I've never given a shit about a raffle. Oh, dude. Raffles are great. Never. I've never cared. It's never been a big deal. The only thing that makes me mad about raffles, especially 50-50 raffles, and maybe this is something because I come from more of an affluent neighborhood, but like the, <laughs> I guess the city that I was growing up, it, it's, I mean, it's unfortunately true, but like whoever won the 50-50 raffle, because they, it, like in our town, it would get up to like $1,000 is like what you would win from a 50-50 raffle mm-hmm. at a football game. Mm-hmm. And like somebody would win it and be like, they're going to donate the rest of their winnings to the athletic department. Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, that's $1,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You better believe. And that's 50% of it. So they're already getting $1,000. They they got $1,000 for doing nothing. Why are you going to give them another 1000 that's like I will take that thousand dollars. I mean, that's that's just the way it works. Yeah, but but no, they just gave like they would be like, oh, they're donating the rest of it to there. So like instead of taking their thousand dollars, they were happy with the W and no money because they're just already rich, and which is annoying. Like this is where Bernie Sanders is a big fifty fifty raffle guy, but you're not allowed to donate the money to back to the raffle unless you make over a million dollars a year. If I ever won a thousand dollars, I'm I'm 
I'm keeping it. A hundred percent. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. I might not keep I, it very long because I would take the thousand dollars in cash and in ones and make it rain in the high school stands. Cause that would be, that's kind of a dream of mine to just okay. like, it's just like from the press box at my high school, just like throwing singles out. <clears throat> oh, all right. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that either. Okay. I would just keep the money. Um, so in hypnotist news, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. So uh, again, very uh, moderately successful comedian mm-hmm. um, locally here, and uh, I, I had the the pleasure and honor of hosting a weekend for a an erotic hypnotist a few weeks ago. Real quick, did you know this person before? I'd heard of him, but like but you I, guys had never met. This no. was your first time. meeting. Yeah, it's my first time meeting him, seeing okay. him. Uh, because in my in my spare time, I don't go to erotic hypnotism shows. Um, Can you explain what an erotic hypnotist like? What is okay? So think of a hypnotist. Okay. Now think of them in erotic terms. <laughs> so like, so he, what he'll do? So what he does is like he'll hypnotize people, <laughs> and then like he'll put them through like funny situations and okay. like make them do goofy shit yeah and then like the last 10 15 minutes of his set is like you're a stripper and you need to win a hundred thousand dollars to pay your way out of debt and like he plays like nelly's hot in here because i mean he's up to he's up to date <laughs> okay and uh because there's not way better stripper songs right now um up next is pour some sugar on me but uh <laughs> But then he gets them to like start like stripping. If it's real, who knows? I don't think he makes enough money to put audience plants in there unless they just do it for fun. But uh so whatever. He uh I didn't have a problem with him the whole weekend. I mean you can tell anybody in the comedy game everybody's a little sketchy anyways so like especially if you're an erotic hypnotist you're gonna be a little bit skeevy because that's what you do for money (laughs) and that's a very strange like i remember like the first show i had a fucking blast i was like i can't believe any of this is real this is hilarious okay the second show i was like oh okay the third show i was like this is the dumbest way for anybody to make money ever like i feel bad making money for this right now got it like this is the like i can't believe this is what i want to do for a living not erotic hypnotism but comedy at at period and uh so i guess uh it turns out that he's a giant asshole uh he (laughs) facebook messaged a little person comedian that's based out of toledo a little person like a little person like uh, oh okay okay i'm sorry wizard of oz gotcha okay uh, I'm so, you don't have to i get Willy it. wonka i was not trying to be offensive i just you peter said little Dinklage. person and it went straight over peter <laughs> continue i'm sorry do you need more no, <laughs> examples I'm good. I'm or do good. you like people say that <laughs> political correctness is ruining the country but some people can't keep up with the nomenclature i'm surprised you didn't say gary coleman isn't he also yeah, he's dead, isn't he? No. No. Um, I continue. I don't know. He also wasn't in the Wizard of Oz because he wasn't allowed. The twenties were very racist. Um, twenties. Yeah, that's when Wizard of Oz how came. How old out. did you think? How old do you think Gary Coleman was? <laughs> continue. Never yeah, mind. I was gonna... Continue. <laughs> we just almost got canceled. Episode one. Um. <laughs> I prepaid for the next recording. You can't do this to me. Um, but no. So like he he messages her on the Facebook and uh, he, he leads off with capital U as in you. Uh, you pussy work is what he led off with. I don't know if he was supposed to mean does your pussy work because you're a little person and I'm not sure if it works. Uh, does it mean... You're a woman, so do you work? So it's just like a very problematic start to a conversation. Okay. And then he asks, are you funny? And then something else I don't remember. And then she like responds like, why the fuck would you ever ask anybody that? And he's like, well, it's very important. I want to work with you, but you have to be funny. So one, he finds her and wants to work with her just because she's a little person. Then asks her for posting works. And then, Is that actually what he meant? 
I don't, I haven't asked him. I'm not going to be like, hey, yo, I'm not going to use his name either because he says that sure, he's suing people and I don't need to go to court to be like, look, I, I'm going to talk shit about an erotic hypnotist and I've been looking for a reason to do so right, right, ever right. since I worked with him. Absolutely. And now I have a reason to. Okay. Um, and, uh. So then, of course, like, people get involved because, like, she posts, like, all the screenshots of the stuff. Because then he starts getting mean, like, saying that she'll never work at the funny stop, all this other stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep, like, a count of how many times we get producer Paul to laugh. Because this is, this is top-level content, I guess. Um, but so, like... And then, like, other people, like, come to her defense. Uh, the hypnotist was supposed to be doing a pre-Thanksgiving show. Uh-huh. And he got canceled off of that because of all of this. But, like, to me, how surprised can you be that an erotic hypnotist is an asshole, one? And two, yes, he was wrong. But, like, the way that everybody wants to phrase it, the person who did it, he's a good dude, and I know him. The guy who was, like, big behind calling him out. He's like, I have 180 friends that are mutual friends with this guy. And it's like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. That doesn't make us assholes. Like, that's not how you should lead off, hey, this guy's an asshole. You might want to consider not working with him anymore. But it's all of a sudden, He probably jumped the gun. It's not even that he jumped the gun. It's just, it's the, oh, I'm not friends with him because I'm better than you because I, I must have known that he was an asshole before I had ever met him. Yeah. And it, I don't know. But yeah, that's, uh, that's your <laughs> weekly hyp- hypnotist news. That's that's a lot, but I have to be honest with you. I'm still very curious about the you pussy work. I know. I really want to know what that was supposed to mean. Which, like, he he also put on Facebook that he's filing a lawsuit on Monday. So I 100% against whom? I don't know, but I want <laughs> this to go to trial. <laughs> so this has to be on public record. <laughs> you pussy. Uh, Jim Belushi or John, Bel- John. John Belushi's uh, stunt double just does a backflips in yep. the church. <laughs> that's a great fucking movie. I'm that's watch that that's one of my favorite movies, actually. It's so much richness in it. It's it's so good. I mean, I love James it. Brown though. They got he's James a wild Brown. man. Do you so so for those of you who don't know this, and I assume you two already do, but do you guys know about like the nineteenth time that James Brown? Um, got arrested. The police officer said, <clears throat> "Sir, are you under the influence of alcohol or drugs at this time?" And do you know what James Brown said? Wait, is this the this. bitch he I said, might be? No, <laughs> he said, "He said, I ain't high off of drugs. I'm high off of God." <laughs> <laughs> So a simple yes would have, uh, yes. Would have sufficed. Sometimes I'll go back and watch a CNN interview that he had. And he's like, living in America. And he's like, there he's obviously like high off of his mind and drunk or something. And this, and the, and this white reporter just trying to talk to him. Like, oh, so uh, you have really spirits. He's like, yes. Ha! Yeah. Ha! I love watching, I love watching James God. Brown videos because like. You know, like when you'd be like dancing, and then you'd like sign, like flash his hands, like at his band. Yep. Like, I watched a documentary, and that was him taking money away from his band. Like they missed a note. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like it's so much more fun to watch those videos when you're just like, and he's like, pa pa pa, and it's like, oh, we just lost fifteen dollars. <laughs> he's just going as like, ba Hawaii, ba. <laughs> And it's just so cool to watch that happen live once somebody tells you about it. I want my stand-up... I don't know how it was, it was happening. I want my stand-up to be like one of James Brown's performances. There's n- no way I can make this happen in the present. Uh, but that's a Fucking... Goal. Uh, who's the guy? Uh, Sinbad. Sinbad used to do it for like a hot second really? where he would like... Sinbad ain't funny. Yeah. my Okay, nah, fine. Sinbad but... Isn't. It, Do you still have that picture? Yeah, it's in my office. Do you have a picture with Simbat? He, he got me an autograph. I got him an autograph it. photo. He, got, he stole it from no, work. No, he didn't. I bought it. How? It was an auction or something. I work. I. <laughs> oh, no. This this actually, this tracks. He used to work at the Hard Rock Roxino. Ooh. 
used to. I used to work at the Hard Rock Rock. You know. <laughs> and uh, Sinbad came, and I had the opportunity to purchase a, fo- a an autographed photo of him. Yeah. And I saw it, and I knew that Ray was a big fan for whatever reason. I don't I know. I like Sinbad. Big Sinbad fan? I like Sinbad. But, here's the, but this is what he used to What's do. What's that movie where he's the bodyguard for like, the son of the at, president? Yeah. The first, first kid. Hey! The first That's kid. That's his only good shit. Dude. <laughs> Where but- he takes the bullet for that little white kid. <laughs> That's why. He's wow. preser- preserving our democracy. <laughs> Sinbad. But no, like he used to do, um, he would have like three hour shows at one point where like, Part of it would be like he'd do like an hour and a half uh-huh. of stand up, but like he'd like break it up 45 and 45 and mm-hmm. have a concert in the middle. I would love to do something like that. And he was like the the lead guy. I would love to do that because like I, I, I've always, I started like when I was a kid, like imitating Michael Jackson and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's can you I sing? I can, but I'm a bass baritone, so it works for nothing that I want to do. Can you, can you sing for us? Sing, what do you, I would like to hear. His eye is on the sparrow. <laughs> he can't sing his eyes on the sparrow. Why? Yeah, I gotta get like a note or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that the note? <laughs> hey, did, have you? <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> it's a note. It's, it's, he's right. It is a note, but right? No. Mm. A note. <laughs> you gotta be more specific. <laughs> what do you mean the starting note of his eyes on the sparrow? I don't know that song. Have you never seen Sister Act? Uh, I have. Okay, oh, with so like you Lauren know, Hill. Oh, yes, with yes. Lauren Hill. The scene where she's like, know, like yeah. playing the she's playing the piano, and that girl is singing, yeah. and she's like, he. Don't be disrespectful to Lauren Hill. She went crazy. She went crazy. But you better respect her, man. I love me some Fuji. <laughs> it's like, I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm a free. His eyes on the sparrow. And I know he's watching me. Tell us who got Jesus, Mr. Farrakhan. Tell us us who got him. I'll tell you what, I'm high (laughs) off of God right now. (laughs) I love Sister Act 2 so much. Why why is there such a difference between Sister Act 1 and 2? Because Sister Act 1 is a fucking waste of time. (laughs) Sister Act 2 2 is where it's fucking at, bro. That's a different vibe. Like, when they came out Joyful Joyful, that's like my... Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord, love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee. Hail thee as the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin, sin and sadness. Drive the dark about away. Drive it away, giver of immortal gladness. Fill us. Fill us with your light of day. Life of day. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying so hard right now. <laughs> That's That's was, that was so beautiful. Welcome to the Classy Dinner Sunday service. <laughs> we'll, we'll be taking offering we by got, the Venmo, as the kids yeah. are calling it. By the Venmo. Up next, we got Kanye West. After that, Joel Osteen. <laughs> Tithe your 10%, please. And 15 if you're feeling generous. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is great. None of my family can listen to this. You're going to be so mad. Oh, Why? my God. You're, you're spreading the gospel. Am my I? mother would be fucking oh. distraught. Oh. We, can call, we should have your mom on this sometime. <laughs> Did you see his face? Uh, 
Because I want to square. Like this is my <laughs> this is my favorite thing is I know that I'm like two different people to Josh's mother, the uh, person that I am in real life, and the person that Josh tells her I am. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I am legit the white devil in that household. <laughs> Because every single time something happens to Josh, I'm around. Literally <laughs> any time I've ever been in some sort of trouble, Ray, Ray has been around. There. and the, the Innocently most, around. Like, the, I'm just there. He's been an innocent bystander. <laughs> and the last time I got into a car accident and my mom was on the phone with us and she was like, well, Ray, if he hadn't come and picked you up, he wouldn't be in this car accident. And Ray was like, and Ray was like, whoa, hey, it ain't my fault. He picked me up. There's always a white devil in the black. Face. I didn't tell him to not pay his insurance. It could be the boss man. Whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. I missed. Wait, what did you say? He said he 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 said that I didn't pay my insurance. Wow. So let me. He paid it before the court date. That's like <laughs> look. They all get it. What I get it. Yeah, That's statute my of limitations is up on that one. Not the last hit and run that you were a part of. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, son of a bitch! That one. He was just a witness. Are he the podcast like usually like this? So yeah. expository. Yeah. Yeah. Very. <laughs> Expository is not a word. I'm so sorry. Nope, not at all. <laughs> They're very incriminating, though. It's the Sarah Palin dictionary that we use up here. Yeah, if enough people, uh, if enough people listen to this, I'd probably be in federal court right now. <laughs> 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 but they don't, so I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is about right. Hey, guys, how about you just start paying for the podcast so we don't need more listeners? <laughs> and we just we we just all keep it cool. <laughs> we'll act like none of this happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I was on stage and I've told it beforehand, but I might as well. So like all the shows were like sold out this weekend because kind of a big deal. Oh, and Mary Santora was headlining, so that that also helps. Mary Santora, Dude, she's she's, she's the good. fucking best. Um, she's a gem to hang out with too. But, uh, so the shows, like the late shows would start late because like getting 200 people out of that room and then 200 more people in there is just a clusterfuck. And so like the show started like 25, almost 30 minutes late on Friday night. And I go up there and Pete was like in a good mood for being Pete. But he was, like, giving me shit while I was on... Like, you know when you go up there and you grab the mic and he'll, like, give you some shit and he'll, like, yell at you when, like, the people are waiting for you to talk. It hasn't happened to me yet, but... Oh, it's great. Give me a give me two weeks, it's probably gonna happen. Yeah, so he, like... <laughs> so it was like, hey, fuck you, is what he yelled at me. And then I was like, before you start giving me shit... Like, he's giving me shit about not bringing my girlfriend there the whole weekend. I was like, I'm not gonna bring her to a comedy show on Valentine's weekend mm-hmm. with all these animals here. And so, like, he brought me up on stage saying I didn't have a girlfriend and that I needed to lose weight. Is <laughs> oh, <laughs> how he brought me on stage. Did I? Did I tell you the one? I told you the one thing he said to me, but I want to make sure it's on record. I've talked about this before like, in front of him, so it doesn't matter. I remember one time I just I was got done doing my set and stuff, and I was like, okay, I feel good, pretty good. It was like after the show, and he comes up to me, he's like, I need more black hosts, so be funnier. <laughs> I'm just like, it's both like, okay, so it's very inclusive, but also, fuck you. Yeah, it's all, yeah, but I mean, it's so like, but I'm on stage and he's giving me all this shit and I was just like, hey man, how about you learn how to start a show on time before you start giving me shit? And like the whole crowd just like blows up because they were like restless, like waiting for the show to start. So they loved it and I was like, everybody be cool. I don't think he heard me. <laughs> like He stopped paying attention and I haven't been paid yet. So as long as everybody ignores that that happened, I'm so like, sorry, we'll get away with white. it. Yeah, way to go. Ruining my not I'm funny story. Look at all these man. Ooh, they think. Yeah, especially when you hit the fucking microphone. Um, some record keeping from last episode. Uh, Josh was put in his place by the fine people of Perrysburg, Ohio. Uh... All of that stuff. All of that stuff did happen. All of that. Uh, my I told you to bring me written documentation of someone who can corroborate your story. I've got numerous people. You were on the post. 
I have a well, so sad that I can validate all of this. LOL. We were the only class in that school. So weird. So, 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 so. I was in Denver for a couple days. And so you forget all that? I don't know. Yeah, what's up with you going out of town and not telling me about it? Ooh, what the fuck are you talking about? You knew about it because that was that was Kelly's Christmas gift. Oh yeah, you you've did known tell about me it about since mm-hmm. Christmas. I, I yep. <laughs> you Hey, we're not. That's not public yet. Whoa. Um, I will What's validate that? the shit out of this. Also, don't forget the building was so old the steps were basically worn away. And you took your life, in, white girl, uh, you took your life into your own hands going up them, and how one set of stairs was for going up and another was going for down. They had separate staircases for going up and one going down. I forgot about that. And then the ghost that was there, his name was Charlie. You have to listen to the podcast, download it, subscribe to it, do all that good stuff. You brought this motherfucker on here, and he hasn't even listened <laughs> to You don't even listen to the podcast! I'm on it! I don't have to! <laughs> Cocksucker! You're right, I came out here with no knowledge of what this was. I meant to ask, like, what's the tone of this podcast? So I Jordan's still with, an like... amateur. I at least listen to the last podcast before I go on one. I'm learning! We're, we're, we're... <laughs> right. We're, we're growing. I don't know. Jordan, what stupid shows do you have coming up that you want to pimp out on this show that nobody listens to? Well. That's what I'm doing, Josh. You don't have to. Josh just gave me the wrap it up fingers. Like, I don't know where we're at time-wise. And, like, I didn't just ask the wrap it up question when well, you have a guest. I'm just done. <laughs> <laughs> I came Let's here. Let's be honest. You I were, you were done before you got here. Yeah, I'm done with I've your been pulling fucking teeth. You can call me Dr. Roberts. I'm a dentist because I've been pulling teeth all day. You sat there quietly on the other side of the table while Jordan and I had a conversation about the black experience. Yes. You lying. I knew my place. I knew my place. Your place. Quietly. Your place. Over here. Promoting black excellence is what I do by letting two kings speak. Did you You just call us kings? You also didn't jump in during Joyful Joyful, which... I don't know the song! How do you not know the song? Come on. I'm white! That's no excuse. White people sing it all the time! Not Lutherans! I'm not a Baptist. I'm a Lutheran. We barely care. It's Joyful Joyful. Joyful Joyful. Everyone knows Joyful Joyful. Lauren Hill and her prime before again, she went crazy. <laughs> Stop paying. Remember taxes. when Yams would like throw Stop a fit about Lauren Hill? Like that was like his one person he hated. Did you ever no, get a part no, of that? No, no, no. That wasn't Lauren Hill. That was Whitney Houston. No, he hated Lauren Hill. He hated Whitney Houston. Hated oh, did he? Maybe Hill? he just doesn't like black people. He said. He said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I got a diatribe about Lauren Hill. He. He uh he uh the one time Lord uh the one time Whitney Houston was playing like in the showroom and I was like ooh I love this song and it was like as he was working a deal for me and he was like <laughs> he was like <laughs> I know the look too <laughs> he looked up at me and he was like fuck Whitney Houston fucking crackhead ass bitch and I was like, Jesus, like, and I was like uh, that's uh, so disrespectful and he was like go sell a fucking car I was, was listening like, to okay. so uncalled for like the Fugees were on and it was like killing me softly of course it was like okay. on yeah. somewhere and like I was like man I love the Fugees he's like fuck Lauren Hill I was like fuck <laughs> Like out of nowhere, and he's like, "She's racist." And I what was do like, you "Well, mean? Yeah, I don't know." Gonna... He goes, "She's racist against white people." I was like, "You're not even he's white." Not white. <laughs> he's like Hawaiian and Japanese. He's like or... half Japanese or something, but whatever. But uh, when does this air? This post. It'll be tonight. No, oh, believe tonight. Oh, well, most people you. listen to it tomorrow. So. Oh, even... oh, where's this a quick turnover? Dude, just say your dates. I'm so excited all the time. So, uh... I know that you had a thing where you just posted it. Yes. So uh, We're be, working on it, you dickhead. These my Okay, we guys, we're wrapping it up. So, let's wrap it up, guys. I'll be at Craft Laughs, Great Licks Brewing, Monday, February 17th, uh, Jilly's uh, Music Room. 
Chili's? No, it's Jillies. Fuck Chris Kettler. Oh, Jillies. Fuck Chris Kettler. I'll do. I'll say it over your your promo. I don't give a fuck. Nobody go to that show. What's the next one? I love. I love all people in comedy. No, the next one. Uh, we're doing the uh, open mic at Akron Recording Company with Snowflakes. We're not talking about open mics. Well, this is Snowflake. This is a new one that we're doing. All right, guys, don't go to Jordan's shows. This was a mistake. Can you shut the <laughs> fuck up? <laughs> shut the fuck up for once in your life, but you need to hurry the fuck okay, up. I got, my, I got one more. <laughs> He's playing both sides. He's being equitable. This is the best podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hosting Funny Stop the weekend, 28th, 29th for Bill Baronke. Oh, so, hell yeah. Bill Baronke's great. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. So I'll be hosting 28th, uh, 29th. You don't really have to hurry. We're just being dicks. Funnystop.com for that one. No, yes, the fuck you do. Oh, go! I'm losing <laughs> my patience. I really enjoy being on the podcast with you. Great. You're fun. welcome. Who was Ray, Ray, who was... what do you have to plug for this fucking podcast? Wow. Go now. Who was RayRoberts.com is where everything is. So go there. Um, thanks, Ray. Um, you guys can follow me on <laughs> Twitter at, at Josh Lewis. There's with, like random underscores in there. Like it's impossible to find. With two underscores. Um, this is how hard he is to find on Twitter. We've been friends for almost five years and just started following each other on Twitter. I've seen Ray on Twitter and plenty of times and intentionally unfollowed him after seeing some of his tweets. So he's got some hot takes at the Ray Roberts on no, Twitter. No, don't encourage his. Who was Ray Roberts on Instagram? Okay, Who was Ray is it so is it hey, cheers to industry. Cheers to industry. <laughs> we are done, hey. baby. <laughs> Real quick, casually formal guy, twenty nineteen no, on Instagram. No, it's too late. I'll So funny, like we were talking about it before you got on. It's like very like Orwellian, where he's just like, "Nah, it didn't happen." Like, it, but like, it's the dumbest way to do it, and nobody like can wrap their head around like you can't logic your way out of the situation with him because he's just gonna be like, "Ah, nah, never happened." It's like, all right, how do you argue with that? But what no one's realized is that this guy, if if you don't give him something to push against. And you just force him to come up with his own train of thought because he doesn't read the briefings and you know it. He doesn't listen. He just picks up on the things that sound hot, like sound bites, and he parrots them up. So, like, if you don't give him, like, uh, an actual challenge as a journalist, it, he actually does worse by himself than he would if you were to try to interrupt him or bully him into a court. Well, they came out with a story saying his crap. people had to put like positive things about him in all of the briefings to make sure that he did, he would read it. Like they had to put so many, like they had to put his name in just like in random spots and have like random compliments about him and what he's done. And like, and he just had to do it in random spots just to make sure that he read it. What, what confuses me is uh, listeners of the podcast, I'm sure are very familiar with, your fervent admiration for 45, which is why they're probably confused that you sound like you don't like it very much right now. I mean, I've, I've heard you espouse just great like musings about what a wonderful leader he is and how hey, good he is. What I say person. when I've got like the hood on is completely different than my <laughs> regular life. Oh my God. What, there it what, goes. I, I thought I could back Ray into a corner, and then he just he went all the way there. Yeah. What, you're going to back me into a corner to, like, ask for forgiveness? Like, no. I, uh, I'm i there. I got, I've got my outfit. Like, whatever you've said about me. Uh, I was texting Paul Wolf about it earlier. He's like, if anybody oh, uses, like, the N-word on the podcast, just let me know where it's timestamped. It's like, who do you think we're talking to? Like and yeah, it's popped out once or twice, like in like at some point, but not while I'm recording. Like I'm a professional at that much. Well, Ray, get a pen, cause here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we can we can wrap this up. Uh, thank you to Harrison Poole for talking for two seconds. Uh, thanks for Roz jumping in and, and helping him with that. And then uh, Matt Farkas, anybody have anything worth promoting at all for anything? Um, no. 
Hey, uh, talk. What's going on with your TV show? Sorry that I've been not good at like helping with that, but I've been like. That's okay. No, that's okay. I I realized that what I, I I was trying to push to write faster than I needed to, and it just wasn't coming out good. So, um, I'm almost through what I want to do for episode two in in terms of plotline. I feel good about charting it out to eight episodes. But yeah, so pilot is is pretty much done. Um. You know, I could see things opening back up in about a month. Just knowing Donald Trump, he's going to try to turn Memorial Day into like a showpiece occasion where he can turn around and say, this is time for America to reopen. I get it. And we're doing it for the people that we, or whatever. Um, So I would envision us trying to shoot sometime in June, July, August, because I feel like I'm going to get backlogged behind paying projects for a lot of these people that, have, have been out of work for a little while now. so that's that's pretty much what that's at yeah it's called stuck by the way it's yeah it's just a pilot um and it's an eight episode series that i have now pushed to write more than the pilot because i've got nothing better to do well stuck coming to a television whenever things can be filmed again uh farkas i'm gonna remember to take out your workplace but uh anything other than other than that going on in your life um, I, I would say look at my Facebook for new cartoons coming up. I'll be trying to make more, but are you Instagramming those and YouTubing them as well? They're on YouTube. Uh, okay. I have a terrible YouTube page. Look at it. There's some uh, mediocre stand-up and two decent cartoons. And if uh, one was to look for that, what would be your name of your YouTube channel? Because nobody's gonna just know what it is. I want to say it's Sparking Comedy, but let me take a look. It's the same as his Instagrams, too. Yeah, it's Sparking Comedy. It's the same as the oh, Instagram. Yeah, follow my Instagrams as well. Hey, we're past you. You shut it. Uh, you let <laughs> Raj have the floor. He's been through enough. Yeah, That's Raj. No, Raj, do you know what makes me mad is on an audio medium, he's got his face in Brown Stadium with his social media above his head. Just so the Listen. four of us can see it. Well, look, the other options were this, which is this is Dave Patel. I wanted to show people how much like him I look. Kind of. I think it's in the hair up still so makes it look like you have the hair. And but Joe it's still well. audio. It's still audio. So you don't even need the background. <laughs> no, you need the backgrounds because otherwise I'm sitting in a bedroom that's very messy. Oh. Well, that's fine. We that's we I, took a tour I of Farkas's house earlier, so it's yeah. Like, I'm in a man cave. I'm just walking around because I have to pee at this point. All right. Well, I before we see Farkas's dick, let's end the recording. Joshy, do you have anything special you want to say? No, no, I'm good. Hey, we should probably cheers it up to industry though. So on the count of three, everybody, you got to say cheers to industry, and it's going to be fun because everything's on a delay. So I'm really excited for that. So one, two, three. Cheers to industry. (laughs) Needle bean thread way before. (laughs) Yeah. Way before. I was like, I see where this is going. Josh is just like, what are you talking about? Oh, like he has no guy. context at all of the show. Like he I have not to met it. him. He's been here two times now, and I still yeah. haven't met him. So one day, one day, yeah. it'll happen. We'll let the two different worlds meet. Oh, all right. Worlds collide. We, yeah, we can't have the A team and the B team meet yet. <laughs> we're only we're only three. I think we're B team. I think we are too. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We'll take B team. All right. Well, let's cheers it up to industry and have a good day. Mm-hmm.